See my life done better. See the shame done walker. Hi there. You're welcome to podcast with KK Beidu of Teens and Loud Foundation. In this podcast, Pastor KK shares his thoughts on various topics from God's perspective. Today's episode is titled Cheating in Exam. Be blessed as you listen. Because I believe, because I believe. Oh. This is podcast with KK Bedu. A warm welcome to you. Um, God bless you so much for sharing the link, for subscribing to this podcast. Please do well to share it with more of your friends. Um, keep on sending your questions to us on 0501698834. That is plus 233501698834 for our international listeners as well. Today we have a question from Lucy. She says, Good afternoon, Pastor Kiki. I have been listening to your podcast and I have a question on examination malpractice. Please, I want to know if examination malpractice is wrong because some people are of the opinion that God is sending them help to the invigilators or even the amids. Some argue that it is wrong because examinations have to be fair. I know Christians who have written exams not prepared and some way, somehow, God sees them through. If we are looking at exams being fair, then this move of God doesn't seem to hold. Please, I want to know if examination malpractice is a sin like adultery and the rest of it, or it depends on the individual. Pastor KK. It will never depend on the individual, then that will be recipe for chaos. <laughs> if we want to know where this comes from, it's coming from right from the Ten Commandments. It says, Thou shalt not bear what is called false witness, okay. or simply saying that you shouldn't lie, you know. Now, what is the expectation of the examiner? Did the examiner say it's an open book mm. exam? Or the examiner says, did the examiner say that you can ask your friend? Is that what the examiner is expecting? Now, if the examiner is expecting this and you do that, then that's bearing false witness. In that case, you are cheating because you are comparing it we comparing you to those who have not i mean and you know um, i i you know in many years ago i think somewhere around 2012 i tried this campaign launched a campaign to try and you know dissuade people in fact i wrote a whole article and some of you can go and check the article i think maybe we have to just copy the article and put it on the podcast page for and i put this i wrote this article i got so mad you know when i had from many young people that a lot of the uh, YAC examinations, invigilators come and they write it on the board. They write answers on the board. For, and you see, it bring, that's what makes you know a whole sentence be cancelled and sometimes it's not your fault. You have struggled to go and learn and invigilate. So I wrote an article, I titled The Strict Invigilator is My Friend. Now, you know, and you know, I remember that article every time on my pod, uh, my on my blog uh, post, you know, many people were in India were reading that particular article, not knowing that in India exam is a big deal there to that people commit suicide and a whole lot of other things. You know. So the the issue is that, you know, I really ever since I came to know God closely, I have a serious aversion. To exam or practices, you know, is it two, now will be two thousand and three or yes, two thousand and 
300. I, we had uh, psychostats, you know, statistics of psychology or something of that course. And when we got to that course, you know, the class was so small and we're just too many. I never got to sit in the class and, you know, because of my uh, unstable mathematics, you know, <laughs> and when it got to start, I, I, I got a D. But I knew I was going to get a D because I was learning. I was not even getting it. The whole normal distribution curve and all of those things were very confusing to me. You know, so in the exam hall, when the paper came and I opened it, I honestly was seeing stars. And as I saw the stars, I knew I was going to fail. But I failed honorably. I didn't ask and decided I was not going to ask anyone. I was just going to feel very, very honorably and learn from my mistakes. Now, so what did I do? When it came, I did see that I had had made a D and that meant I need to write again. But although I had a D, D is an optional rewrite. I don't know what the case is now in Ligon. Uh, well, do you know what that, do you know what that D, you, you don't rewrite? Okay, UEW, you don't rewrite. You have to, you have to write, it's compulsory rewrite. Okay. In Legon, then it was not a compulsory right, but I just chose and need, I needed to do it again. So I did go and went to join the level 300 class when I was in four, final year 400. And I remember, you know, learning my lessons. And now I realized one of the things that, number one, I wanted to get a space in the class. Thankfully, I didn't have any class before that class. I think about two or three periods before then, I didn't have any class. So I would go into the class. One of the things I saw that was worrying me was that I was sleeping in class and that didn't help with the understanding because sometimes when it got to critical points, I would sleep out those off and by the time I realized that they finished saying the most important thing. So I would go to the class like almost two hours and sleep in the class with my head on the table. And the only time I woke up was when I heard a lecturer come in and say, hello class. And with that one, I was sure that for the next two hours, I would not even blink an eye. Do you, can you believe that halfway into the course, I was one of the teachers of that course? <laughs> you know, people came to me. I mean, I, I, I someone who is not that very strong in math. I was now the, almost the you know, TA. People would come to me and I explained it to them systematically. And by the grace of God, I made a B plus. You know, it's still on my transcript <laughs> and all of those things. So. God wants to teach. You see, if we want God to, I don't know, you see, I remember, you know, the, 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 I mean, it's a very sad story of, uh, I think in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter, uh, you know, uh, you know, I think, um, let me just read it in the uh, other first 13 or uh, 14, and uh, it's a very sad story in the Bible. And the first time I read it, you know, it's really, you know, uh, almost like I was getting uh, <laughs> angry with God. Okay, so let's read it from the um, from the verse 7. Okay, so let me give this brief background. So David is trying to, David has now become a king in of Israel. You know, and so part of his own, you know, I love what is happening here. He sees that, oh, okay, I'm now a king, but I don't have God. The ark of God is somewhere and I'm also somewhere. So we need to move it and bring it to Jerusalem where I am now. That's where my palace is, you know. So on his way, he just gathers the ark and on his way, he's bringing, I mean, he himself later on recognizes his mistake that, you know, the Levites were the ones who were supposed to have held the ark. You know, 
So he's coming and then the, the arc, you know, he makes some, he, re, he makes some regular people, just any random guys just carry the thing. And when they were coming, they pass on some stones or something and the, you know, the cart that had the Ark of the Covenant. And those of you who don't know what it is, you can Google it and see how it looks like. The Ark of Covenant, you know, it was designed in a very, with poles uh, and people carried it on their shoulders and all of that. You know, it just represented the presence of God. And as the thing, you know, stumbled, the thing shook and was about to fall. And, you know, let me, so now with this background, let me read. Uh, from verse 6 uh, verse 5 so david summoned all of summoned all israel from shishor brook of egypt in the south all the way to the town of lebohamath in the north to join in bringing the ark of god from kiriath jerim then david and all israel went to bala of judah also called kiriath jerim to bring back the ark of god which bears the name of the lord who is enthroned between the cherubim they placed the ark of God on a new cart and brought it from Abinadab's house. Uzzah and Ahio were guarding the were guiding the cart. David and all of Israel were celebrating before God with all their minds, singing songs and playing all kinds of musical instruments, lyres, harps, tambourines, cymbals, and trumpets. But when they arrived at the threshing floor of Nakon, the oxen stumbled, and Uzzah reached out his hand to steady the ark. The verse 10, sad place. Then the Lord's anger was aroused against Uzzah, and he struck him dead because he had laid his hand on the axe. So Uzzah died there in the presence of God. Uzzah was trying to help God. <laughs> God, you know, you are not the one supposed to do that. You know, we want to, a lot of us, when it gets to some point, I mean, it's all coming from one of the things it's coming from is that people are quoting a scripture, a so called scripture that is not scripture. Heaven helps those who help themselves. Mm -hmm. It's no scripture. I don't know if anybody knows where it is written in scripture. They should tell me. It's not in the Bible. But people are quoting it for their own whims and caprices. You see, so we need to understand something that it is important to, you see, if heaven helps those who help themselves, then why would God send the Holy Spirit who is our helper? He's our helper. Because we need help. And so he is the one when it comes into us. He gives, lets us know the help we really need, and then we follow up to be able to. He follows us up to be able to grant us the grace to do the things that God has called us to do here on this earth. You see, and when we find those things out, we just walk in it effortlessly because now His Spirit Himself is inside of us and gives us that capacity to be able to um, um, do that. So if you are a person you have gone to an exam hall and you realize that the thing is beyond you fail honorably feel very honorably don't ask anybody asking anybody is trying to help god this is where you are <laughs> take it let the that lot be your lot and take it at that time learn from your mistakes yes if god wants a miracle to happen with a little you have written you can get very very amazing scores but if that doesn't happen, go back, learn from your mistakes, and move on. You know, some of those things that I have done in my life have been wonderful things. You know, all the times I was tempted to cheat. I remember when I was wanting to write A level, it was, oh, go and change your age. And I said, why do that? Yeah, change your age. Those times, that was the last one, and only people at a certain age were allowed to write. And I said, no, well, if that's the case, I will not. 
I'm not, I'm not writing as a mature student. I'm not matured yet. So I went and wrote A-levels and used that one to apply for the ACCA. And that's when I got into ACCA and all of that. So very, very important that we can be able to understand some of these things and work in it and be bold. People see, when we, you know, sometimes when we have, so yeah, I, when I become a big man, I'll be able to say no. If you don't start saying no in the exam room, and that's when corruption abounds. And if you take an university like Ashesi University here in Ghana, that they have an honor code where they tell people to be people of integrity and in the exam room, there's no invigilator and no one asks anyone. Am I surprised that Ashesi is one of the most sought after, or their students and graduates are one of the most sought after in Ghana and many parts of the world as well. Why? Because when those in those values of integrity, you know, start, you know, you know, becoming one with the person, the person works in new levels. It reduces, you know, in Ghana, with all our money that we make and all of that that is going down the drain in corruption, you know, it's very, very, very strange. Very strange. It is just coming from people who are just bent on eating everything and don't care the hoot about anybody who is next door. You know, and where is this coming from? Exam room. And nowadays, when I write recently, I was just writing some exam, and the, the, the speed with which, especially the older women in the class, were willing to say, Tell me, let me copy, you know, because they are tired, they are pregnant, they just want us to write something there. Some of them, you know, unfortunately, is the case, you know. But if we want to become people that are people of value, people that values define us. Oh, come on. As we stand strong and we become people that are sticking to the values of Christ as he has given us, we will do more exploits. I, I tell you, I was blessing more people who come, kept coming. God bless you. And I was rewarded with a B plus by then. So let someone who didn't have any good background in it, God, let's see where God brought me to. So fail honorably. Fail on Don't ask. I mean, when, it's, when I go to an exam hall and the invigilator is strict, I am so happy. And nobody cheats. We finish, we finish. And we move on, we move on. And God Himself who rewards at the heart level will reward us as well. Amen. so much, Pastor Kiki. Here's a short recap. Examination or practice is basically going contrary to what the examiners expect in the examination hall. It goes directly against the Ten Commandments, which says we should not laugh. It comes with so many disadvantages including cancellation of examination results. It makes one prone to corruption, which continues to ravage our country. If you unfortunately cannot answer the questions posed in the exam hall, choose to fail honorably and learn from your mistakes. You will be far better off than cheating. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I believe you know five people who need to hear this and many more of the podcasts on this channel. Why don't you send it to them and join the global evangelistic move as given to us by Jesus Christ himself. If you have questions of your own or questions from your friends, send us a message on WhatsApp or Telegram right now on 
We will be glad to hear from you generally on the same number if you have any encouragement and constructive criticism for how we are serving you at the moment. Prayerfully consider donating to our Vodafone Cash account on 050-169-8834. Always remember John chapter 17 verse 17 that you're sanctified by the truth. So never stop listening to this podcast. God bless what you believe you get you get what you believe